Nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring today. Robert Half is here to help. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. The hottest stock of the year isn't Tesla, it's not Beyond Meat, and it isn't even a tech stock. Not really, at least. So what's left? How about space? Since becoming public late last year, Virgin Galactic is up some 500%. The company is promising the first tourism rise to space. So the dollars must be flowing in, right? Not exactly. I'm Alex Yule. This week on The Readback, we're joined by Tay Kim. Hey, Tay. Glad to be here, Alex. What happens when investors get their first chance to bet on the future of space? There's a feeding frenzy, Alex. One high-momentum stock is outdoing even Tesla. Virgin Galactic blasting to new heights today, continuing a massive rally for a seventh consecutive session. Virgin Galactic. This stock oh is my. on a tear. It's, it's shooting up. This is a really a new frontier, and I don't mean to be punny about it, but it, it truly is. There may be no stock that's more deserving of these types of puns than this one. <laughs> I mean, we've seen astronomical trading volumes, astronomical trading volatility. So Virgin Galactic has been around since 2004. It went public in October of last year. But the stock didn't really take off until December. So what was the spark? So this famous analyst who was very early bullish on Tesla, Morton Stanley's Adam Jonas, put out an initiation on Virgin Galactic. Let's move on to a bullish call on Virgin Galactic. Now, Morgan Stanley initiating coverage on the stock with an overweight rating. The bank noting that shares will triple as a space tourism company uh, stands to disrupt the airline industry. Scott Gam is back with me. And, Scott, very and the traders went bonkers. And that was enough to really just spark this rally? Yes. If you actually look at the chart, the stock gapped up off his initiation and it's been going on fire ever since. The excitement here really does go a lot further than just Wall Street analysts and investors, though. I mean, the public is really excited about this thing, and they're hoping that it's not just going to get them to space, but that they're going to make millions in the process. I went to Reddit. I'm looking at Wall Street Bets, which is a popular forum. I want you to read what we found here in terms of what people are saying about SPCE, which is a ticker symbol for Virgin Galactic. So looking at this message, look at this trader. He says... SPCE Virgin Galactic will make me a millionaire. There's lots of potential in space tourism stock. This stock will defy gravity and go to the moon. I bought 250 shares. I mean, this is evidence of the mania that's going on right now on these concept story stocks. Okay, and it is pretty exciting. I mean, Virgin Galactic is doing something that no one has ever done before. Tell us a little bit more about what the company does. So Virgin Galactic is a space tourism company that plans to send people into space. Virgin Galactic gets into the fashion business, creating new spacewear for tourists. The company partnering with Under Armour to create spacesuits for private astronauts. The release coming ahead of next year's commercial flights to space. A person will spend $250,000 and go up on this small rocket plane that's actually carried by this airplane carrier jet, and it gets dispatched after it reaches 45,000 feet. And then for 60 seconds, there's a rocket that takes off and puts them 
50 miles up in the air, and then they experience three minutes of weightlessness, and then the glider comes back down. Okay, so 50 miles up in the air, I mean, that sounds like space. Do you get a space-like view? You can actually see the curvature of the Earth during the, their test flight. They put a video on their website where you can actually see the Earth. So it, it is beautiful and nice. Okay, so you're an astronaut basically for, for three minutes. Yes. And there's a really big name backing this company. Yes, Richard Branson actually started this company in 2004. And he's this British serial entrepreneur that started hundreds of businesses from Virgin Records to Virgin Mobile, and now he's in healthcare and hospitality. So he actually started this business 16 years ago, and they've been trying to get into space ever since then. And I mean, they have some pretty grand visions behind this thing, right? Yeah, Branson really is great at marketing. So when you go to a website of Virgin Galactic... It opens up and you see this great rocket ship and it says, together we open space to change the world for good and talks about how this will be the vanguard of a brand new industry. You know, by the end of this century, I hope that hundreds of thousands of people will have, have had the chance of becoming astronauts. You know, if you go back a hundred years, if people could have dreamt that, you know, we'd all be sitting here today talking about the things we're talking about, I think they would have thought it was science fiction. So he's very good at selling the vision and this mission and purpose for Virgin Galactic. Okay, and so the dollars, I imagine, are already really flowing in, right? So as of the end of December, they have 600 reservations, mainly from wealthy people, I assume, with $80 million of deposits. So they have some backlog built in. What do we expect this year? So the Wall Street expects about $7 million in revenue. $7 million. Yes, $7 million. That's with us, a little M. So at the current valuation, that's over 1,000 times sales. But the real excitement is 10 years out. So Morgan Stanley and Credit Suisse both have revenue estimates going out 10 years, and they expect the space tourism business to go to a billion dollars in sales by the year 2030. You could understand why humans would want to bet on space. I mean, it's sort of the next frontier. We always want to go to the next the next place, and so why not make some money um, along the way? What, what would you say to these folks like the, on the message boards that seem to be so excited about, the, about not just the product, but how it's going to make them huge amounts of money? So I think you have to have a cautionary tale because this has happened so many times before where people get sucked into this concept story hype. And you need to really analyze a company's fundamentals and see if there's any reality behind the stock price move. All right. So what are the fundamentals with Virgin Galactic? So Wall Street is now expecting space term revenue of $1 billion by 2030 when the company hasn't really done any revenue. Expectations are for $7 million of revenue this year. And then that's going to go to a billion dollars in 10 years. Is there really going to be a billion dollars worth of people that are willing to spend $250,000 per trip uh, to spend three minutes weightless in space. It just doesn't pass the smell test. But come on, Tay. It's space. I love space, but if you actually think about it, this is more like a Disneyland ride with three minutes of weightlessness. We're not talking going out into space or going to the moon. It's literally three minutes of weightlessness and then a glide back to Earth. So you think this is more like Space Mountain than the Apollo mission? Yes, and it's not worth $250,000 per trip. I don't know about you. I mean, I think space is really cool. I don't know that I would 
pay $250,000 for this or really any number of dollars for this. I mean, it's got to be a little bit risky still at this point, right? Yes. They actually had an accident in 2014 where a pilot died during a test flight. So there's a lot of risk here. And the other risk is that there's a lot of competition coming from big, well-established tech entrepreneurs. So if you actually look at their most recent filing, they say that SpaceX and Blue Origin, they expect intense competition from these companies going forward. And SpaceX is founded by Elon Musk from Tesla, obviously. And Blue Origin is funded by the richest man in the world, Jeff Bezos. And he reportedly is spending a billion dollars a year funding Blue Origin. So there are a lot of billionaires gunning for space. And I actually believe that these other billionaires have more technical capabilities and a better engineering staff than probably Virgin Galactic. For now, though, Virgin Galactic is the only public play. Yes. Everyone seems to be clamoring for any kind of space exposure, and Virgin Galactic benefited as the first pure play of of space tourism. But, I mean, I fully expect other space companies to go public in the next few years. Space is really cool, but it seems like a big part of the story driving Virgin Galactic right now is this other business that they could get into, which you mentioned is hypersonic travel. Tell us a little bit more about what that is. So hypersonic travel is air travel at five times the speed of sound, which is about five times the speed that the Concorde traveled at. Okay, I remember the Concorde, and I always wanted to try it. It got you to Europe in, what, under three hours, I think. But it's interesting to note the Concorde isn't around anymore. No, I think there were, like, safety issues, environmental issues, and there wasn't that much demand for it, I think, at the time. Okay, so that's the lesson that history has given us. Why are we suddenly so excited again about hypersonic travel then? I don't know. I mean, Morris Stanley estimates that Virgin Galactic is going to get 10% share of a $800 billion hypersonic air travel market in the year 2040, and people are going to spend $10,000 per trip. And it seems pretty outlandish. Okay, so you're skeptical. Yes. I mean, it just does make sense. And it's not even clear that Virgin Galactic is going to be a dominant player in this market, even if it happens. Right, because you could have airlines in this business. You'll have the makers of the actual jets in this. It could be that Virgin Galactic remains a small player. Or a non-player. Look at the financials of this company. In 2017, they lost $138 million. In 2018, they lost $138 million. And the first nine months of last year, you guessed it, they lost $138 million. So this isn't a company that has a bombless financial resources. And the bigger companies, the ones with you know, thousands of engineers are going to be the ones that do well in any kind of new market. I got to say, I've been a little sad since 2011, which was the last time the U.S. sent human astronauts into space on the last space shuttle. Ever since then, I mean, we're now nine years later, we really don't have a space program in this country, at least not a human space program in this country. So there is something exciting about the billionaires or anyone really, for that matter, coming in and talking about space and talking about sending humans into space again. I think that's part of the excitement for Virgin Galactic and SpaceX and Blue Origin is that all these billionaires are willing to put their money to really launch this next generation of space travel. So do you think there's really kind of like some pent-up demand both from investors and just from the public wanting to see us in space again? Yes, that's definitely true. I think that's part of the mania that's happening with Virgin Galactic. Let's go a decade out. Where is this private space race heading? I mean, surely the prices are going to come down and more and more people are going to be interested in the space tourism. I mean, I kind of doubt that prices are going to come down materially. I I think this is more of a novelty business. I mean, you have to spend the money on the rocket fuel, 
all the the people on ground control, all the safety things you have to do. So this is a kind of business where it's not like an internet thing where you can add tons of capacity with hardly any money. This is a lot of physical and a lot of people need to be involved. This isn't a problem that software can just solve by scaling it up endlessly. No, this is the literal opposite where you have to pay for the rocket fuel and all these people on the ground. So I don't think this is going to be a massive business that generates billions of dollars of revenue. It's probably going to be very elite, affluent billionaires or people worth tens of millions kind of doing this novelty family trips a handful times a year. So this is not going to be a huge market. All right. Well, I got to say, your your skepticism is a bit of a buzzkill, but I think it's probably warranted. And hopefully some of the folks on the message boards will hear this and really think about the opportunity before they continue to pour money in. Thanks so much for being on, Tay. Thanks, Alex. To read Tay's Tech Trader column on the craze that is Virgin Galactic, check out the latest edition of Barron's, or as always, Barron's.com. I'm Alex Yule. The Readback is produced by Meta Lutzhoft. We'll be back next Wednesday. The Claude 3 model family by Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. Haiku is lightning fast and cost-effective. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skills and speed. And Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Learn more at anthropic.com slash Claude.